Welcome to No Budget Dreams. I'm Kelsey Nicole. If this is your first episode, welcome aboard. If you're joining us again for episode four, thanks for the support and coming back for more. For those of you who are new to this podcast, a no budget dream is your perfect idea for something you would pitch if money and intellectual property were no object. So it's any dream that you may have for a project that you would create if you just had the opportunity to do so. I talk about this a lot with my friends and I decided to build a podcast around it because you never know, it's fun to share those ideas with each other. So every episode is a different topic. Every episode's a new guest. I do it every other week, so it's bi-weekly. And we just talk about a variety of different things, so don't feel like you have to listen to all four in a row or listen to all four at all. Uh, if you just see a topic that strikes your interest, you can hop in and hop out as needed. Uh, I will give you a little bit of forewarning for this episode. There were some technical difficulties. It took us about eight times to record it, so it might jump around a little bit. I couldn't really get a great edit out of it. Uh, there was some just some te- technical difficulties, but in the end, I wanted to put out the content because I am so new rather than skip it and try again. Um, my guest this week is a good sport and accepted it, and uh, so I may submit some of our additional content, too, because we have some recordings that just didn't make the cut, uh, and that would be pretty funny. So I might later re- introduce those or throw them up as some between-episode additional content or outtakes um, because some of the stuff that we said is pretty funny. So a little bit of housekeeping, and then I'll introduce my guests for this episode. Um, I do have social media now, so social media is uh, email me at nobudgetdreamspod at gmail.com if you want to submit your no-budget dreams, give me some constructive feedback, give me some positive feedback, uh, ask me some questions that I, you know, I may read some stuff on air. So if you submit your own no-budget dream or... If you ask me some questions, I can potentially do a QA, uh, viewer's choice, I guess, or uh, listener mail at some point. So I really appreciate that. If you are on Anchor, feel free to leave me a voice memo as well. Um, I record this through Anchor, and other than today's technical difficulties, they're a pretty good, pretty good platform, and it would be great if I could get some of that um, voice memos and things that they offer. Uh, I do have an Instagram uh, where I'm going to post silly graphics for every episode and just to announce the episode, usually around the theme, it is no budget dreams pod at on Instagram. And then my Twitter is no budget dreams, so just at me there. Uh, the Twitter right now is kind of just me talking about movies and things that I see because Sometimes movies were somebody's no-budget dream that got a budget, and maybe they shouldn't have. So I've been talking about things like Sharknado and Gods of Egypt and just kind of random stuff as I see them. Uh, Other notes, I will say that we try to keep things positive. Note that sometimes just the nature of fandom is that we're not always going to agree on things or we don't all agree on anything. That's okay. If somebody says something that you don't like about a creator that you don't like or a character that you like, um, we understand it can hurt your feelings, but we're not saying anything against you as a person or against anyone who likes that content or that creator. We're just coming from a place of opinion, so we want to keep it all love here. And, you know, it's part of somebody's dream that maybe that person doesn't do things or, you know, just let them be. Um... The other note is I will try to notate spoilers as they come. Uh, We don't talk too much about stuff that's currently happening, but in some situations, a no-budget dream might reference something that's already out there or content that's already been created. So I will try to reference them. I will give you the heads up. There are quite a few spoilers, lots of Star Wars spoilers, lots of amazing Spider-Man and some DC spoilers as well in this episode, so you know that at the top. 
I will now introduce my guest. Her name is Abby Schaefer. She is a writer, a designer, and an artist. She makes amazing art. She's also been a contributor to the most recent volume of Ladies Night Anthology, where she is a content creator. Uh, she has a her Tumblr page and her Etsy's uh, are all under Shop Five, and she makes some great stuff. So I recommend following her. She's super talented, and I'm uh, constantly, constantly jealous of her work. And f may in the future create a new uh, podcast picture for me that's custom made and not just clip art that I found. So little music interlude, and then I'll be back with. Uh, my messy but amazing recording with Abby Schaefer. I just, I guess, I don't know. I, I, the app needed to be updated and then it updated and told me it couldn't update it. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, Clearly... It doesn't want us to record. Clearly, like we'll just have to wait till April. Your budget I'm dreams aren't important. Postpone till May. Post, yeah, postpone or whatever till... celebration. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know we'll really have time during celebration to sit down and be like, let's talk about my podcast. <laughs> Yeah, like like Friday night, like when we're too amped to go to sleep because celebration. <laughs> Fair, and my apartment is full of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think right now, as far as I know, right now it's you and it's you and me and your brother and your cousin. Yeah, and then um, possibly my friend Kyle. That's so funny. And then, right. So I think that's it for right now. Nice. Nice. Amanda, my friend Amanda, she got a hotel room with her husband and her daughter. Right. So I was like, but I was like, you know, if you can't find a hotel room, I know it's not ideal if you're traveling to also have to like then travel to the thing from where I'm staying, where I live, because right. I don't live close to it. But, you know, it's still better than driving in eight, in eight hours every day. Yeah. Um, I do have an apartment that you can rent. Um, that's in my building that's like 70 bucks a month or whatever or 70 bucks a day or whatever it's cheaper than a hotel and they were like okay cool we'll think about it but then she ended up getting a hotel oh, and I was like oh man I could have made you pancakes every morning <laughs> and she's like you can still make me pancakes every morning and I was like I will not <laughs> unless you're in my apartment I'll make people staying with me pancakes every morning <laughs> but it'll probably be Captain America waffles I mean that's that's just as good. That's actually better. I mean, it they taste like treason. <laughs> Is it treason in all caps with question mark? Treason? <laughs> no, thank you. I have had enough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Also, I want you to know I have not turned off Model Squad. <laughs> of course. It is still on in the background, just on mute. And so it's like all I can hear is like, um, like my boyfriend doesn't like me. Oh my gosh. And I would say I don't particularly care for you either. <laughs> I I can that just sounds like garbage. Like I can hear it and it's not even one. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's full of pumpkin spice lattes. Oh gosh. Which is unfair to pumpkin spice lattes because those are amazing and this is not. Okay, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> just so let's let's try round four. <laughs> and <Yes>. um, <laughs> full disclosure to everyone listening, this is the fourth time we've attempted to record this. And uh, like because I don't know what's going on with the app, but it just decides we're done with no <laughs> No. always like i mean the second the middle was, of something yeah no the second time we got like the farthest because it got to the last thing the second time around <laughs> right we got to your last idea and we were about just into it and then it was like no i'm sorry 
this is the end of your podcast today. And I'm like, but I did not say it was the end. So I tried a couple of different things. I'm hoping this works. <laughs> um, I have updated the app. I have put my phone on the never, never sleep mode where it's just like <laughs> never close out my screen or do anything. That's so funny. I am not physically touching my phone. <laughs> I have, because I'm not sure if I'm just like bumping the finish recording button. Right. So I'm not physically touching it. So, like, you know, right. if it doesn't, that being said, it doesn't work this time. I'll just like, I'll send you an audio track with pauses so you can make comments. <laughs> so I can make my own wise track. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll pause when I think you need to say something. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a hint. It'll just be like, and then I think it would be And I, I think you need to interject. And with, then I, it was. <laughs> you need to interject with things that are just wildly not about what I'm talking about. So it really seems like we're recording <laughs> at two different times. <laughs> That could be a whole new podcast. Just you record. I just have a guest record half of it with pauses for my interjections, and then I reject. I involve. I record interjections that I'm only listening to for the pause, not to what you're actually saying. So none of what I say has anything to do with what you say. I love it. <laughs> you can it'll, it'll be. It's like it's like some live action like Dadaism. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be called teen titans the podcast because i feel like that's how they communicate is having separate conversations exactly i think like randomly like, it should cut to like real radio for no reason like and not like not like, not like recorded straight up off it but like someone clearly just held their phone next to it yeah. <laughs> it's like how you used to try to record things off the yeah, radio exactly. in like the nineties when you're like, yeah, like, Oh, this song I really like came on B ninety six, I gotta record it off the radio. Yeah, I don't know the name or the artist. <laughs> like if if you weren't cool enough to have one of those like dual tape players, like yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you cut out you, you weren't cool enough well, to have one of those you know, like those like like tie in like tape players, you know, that actually would like record good sound. Yeah. Yeah, oh no, I was never cool. Uh, never no, cool. I was I was too was little like, and that was the thing. <laughs> CD <laughs> It was I know, you're you're younger than I am. I always forget that. It's because you're oh, so you mature. Know, thank you. I don't think um, that's a compliment. <laughs> oh okay. no, it is, it is. It's that you're yeah, it's I mean it in a positive, like you are more emotionally and communicatively mature than people your age. Us, us whippersnappers. No, I'm not saying that. God. I know, I know. I'm saying we're all there. We're, we're all, yeah, we're all millennials. We can just agree that we need to kill all the industry. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not one of those industry-killing, non-working millennials who just complains about how you have no things and you're not having babies <laughs> and not buying real estate. Because that's not, I mean, that's a these. whole other day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on that note, <laughs> we'll try For the, for the fourth time. <laughs> no, I have... Yeah. Um, Two Star time. Wars ideas. What I'm most what? But what I'm most upset about with this having to record it four times, we just did with talking about your school with some quality fucking content. And I'm <laughs> so pissed about it. So I might just post some additional addendums of like here are the other four recordings that just like never got finished <laughs> because you have to hear some of the great riffs that were happening. Yeah, I have to hear about like, my okay. Hello. So Hi. I think I fixed it. Okay. Because I think the update finally took. And I think that might have been what the issue was, is that it wasn't allowing me, or I, it, I needed to update the app. Okay. And I was having trouble doing it because apparently I have 23 apps that I need to update. Oh my gosh, update your computer. No, it's not my computer, it's my phone. Update your phone, that's what I meant. Oh, it's your well, little... I didn't realize, usually it auto-updates, so I didn't realize it wasn't. I think it's just something is weird between my Wi-Fi and my phone, and 
if um, it just okay. keeps kicking me off Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, sure. So. You just it's not just that it hates us. Or there's a ghost. It might it's be like a that ghost. Or there's a ghost. You should get the ghost coming. You should get the what? ghost in the podcast. I mean, that would be great. God, that would be so great if I could get a ghost to come to me on my podcast. I'm sure they've got no budget dreams. What if it was like a boring ghost? Like it was just, just a normal person yeah. that like had a boring job in life. And <laughs> I mean, that would be my luck. Like okay. I would have in Chicago. The most... There's a good chance it might be like a mobster ghost. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm not far from one of the um, from the Green Mill, which is one of um, one of Capone's hangouts. So yeah, there's a you good have pos- a walking distance from there. <laughs> who knows I mean who knows maybe it's the ghosts of Thomas and Martha Wayne since I live so close to the Monarch Theater where they got shot on the street and not in an alley <laughs> you're gonna be bitter about that forever for the rest of my goddamn life <laughs> for fucking ever like I just listen I just don't understand how when you have a perfectly doable alley that is right around the corner literally five feet from where you had them get shot and there's a, it's a perfectly set up alley because you took all of the time to change over the CTA and not like make sure it just wasn't in the shot, but make it all because while they were filming for weeks, our CTA was the GTA That's and, it awesome. set, and it was Gotham stops, not Chicago stops. That's so, funny. which was fucking awesome. So, yeah, but they, they needed to film it on the street so that you could see he got the marquee wrong and doesn't say uh, Mask of Zorro or whatever. We still could have seen that. We could show them walking to the alley. Every comic in every other scene ha- shows him. It's Crime walking. Alley. It's got alley in the name. Right. <laughs> every other scene shows them walking to the alley and having a great time and Bruce being a little fucking a-hole. And being like, hey, I'm Zorro, and I'm a dick. Except that in, I... in that version, it's not Zorro on the marquee. <laughs> right, but, like, you can still show the wrong marquee, is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. It you... also, like, they also didn't even change the name of the theater, and it's still the Aragon, so, like, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Never mind that it's, like, a part of lore, and it's always been the Monarch Theater. I'm just saying. It's a that's perfectly not even, set up alley. Listen, that's not even top ten of worst things in that movie. So just give a break. For me, it's like top. <laughs> it's number one. Really, that Jolly Rancher scene isn't number one because that freaks me out. No, no, because I burned that out of my brain. <laughs> I immediately drank, bleached my brain. So that I, I think I about it every time I see Jolly Ranchers. I can't undo no. it. Because I enjoy Jolly Ranchers as a kid too damn much. <laughs> I refuse to let go of them and let weird, weird Jesse Eisenberg ruin them for me with his fuck you flip-flops. <laughs> so that was a side note. Chris was telling me yesterday that she was watching. Um, she's like, you know, Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. I'm watching the social network right now where he has his meltdown. I said, oh, the fuck he flip-flop speech? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Garfield is so good. Like, he deserves to be in a good, like, superhero movie. He really does. The first Spider-Man wasn't bad. The second one yeah. was awful. It wasn't bad, but he's, like, such a good actor. He deserves, like, I know. better movies. I didn't, I didn't hate the fun. The second one pretty terrible and then they had to like really death to an upsetting level i never saw it oh god when they kill gwen spoilers if you haven't seen amazing spider-man 2 but also if if you everybody she died you didn't know gwen was dead by now like sorry about it also specifically sorry kyle that we're talking about gwen's death i i will warn you when i post it but the (laughs) He's he's next week's guest too, so I'm sure he's gonna lay into me. But yeah. um, like the specific moment when they drop Gwen and they show him, like they do a good job of like the cat, like showing that the catch with the web line and the reverb from oh, the web no. line is what kills her. 
But it's not even just that. It's like not only does he snap her neck, but when her neck snaps, just before she hits, like it's just before she hits the ground, she bangs her head in the neck snap on the ground. So it's oh like you, you just fucking went for it. Like there was no way she was going to live through any of this. Like yeah. you made it, you did a slow-mo of her like the reaction of her body as her neck snap and then her head banging on the ground. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, Horrifying. <laughs> like, for real. But anyway, so round five, I might, I did, <laughs> um, as another reminder, since this is now the fifth time we've done this, this is the fifth time we've recorded this podcast. I've, I may, we've lost some great content, so I may post some of our great pre-dream conversation as extras. (laughs) Just if you want to hear some of the great hot takes Abby have riffing with each other. Um, We've talked about. (laughs) I feel like uh, we've talked, we've also talked about. Holy shit. Okay. So I'm just going to skip it. Normally we would have a great like little riff session, but this is the sixth time we've tried to record this. So I'm just going to go for it and hope that we get some of it. And then I'll splice in some of our previous ones and see if that works. Yeah. I'll um, just, I'll, I'll, we'll just talk fast. <laughs> talk fast. I, it looks like we've got about five minutes to 10 minutes tops. <laughs> All right, good. We got those. We can do it in but 10 minutes. I'm also, not t- I think, yeah, so let's go. So first idea, Star Wars, lay it on me. First idea, Star Wars. I want a movie based on the Phasma book by Delilah Dawson. It's a really cool, like, action-adventure story that's sort of like Mad Max in space, which is why I'd want George Miller to direct it. It would be <laughs> awesome. I it want would be space awesome. Mad Max. I want it's- a movie that's all about Phasma, and I want would be great because i think she's super underrated especially when you have a perfect casting of gwendolyn christie yes and there's also a lot of hilarious bits with hux um and the older hux there's one point where he answers where the younger hux answers the door in like a bathrobe and it's sort of like why are you here and it's super dramatic and it's funny (laughs) i mean (laughs) most people answer the door in their bathrobe to their dad right yeah well no 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 he say why are you here he answers it to somebody else, but like he's oh. he's dressed in a a bathrobe that it's described as he even makes that look like a uniform, and then he proceeds to like lounge around on this like blue couch because it specifically describes a nice blue couch. <laughs> oh, so he's Ed, so he's Eddie he's Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending. Yes, exactly. That's that's pretty much that's, how that's my aesthetic. So it's so funny, <laughs> complete with whisk ominous weird whispers and and random shouting (laughs) yeah also second jupiter ascending reference in the five episodes of this or four episodes of this podcast so i'm on track for is golden and everything needs it in their lives right the bees know (laughs) (laughs) also i am (laughs) I have learned that there is a, there's an old time saying called the telling of the bees. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I'm so mad that I just found out about this because (laughs) I would refer to giving people bad news for the rest of my life as the telling of the bees. Fantastic. Right? (laughs) So, all right. And then you would keep Gwendolyn Christie, I assume. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. She has a whole bunch of like, um tribe that i don't know who i would cast hello yeah hello yeah i'm here yeah she has a whole bunch of people that i mean i'm not sure probably just a bunch of no name people like star wars likes to do yeah (laughs) but like i guess hux's dad i'd want to be like um real dad dad. yeah because he's good and it would be hilarious (laughs) yeah and he he's a great actor yeah, and Bruce, yeah. one of my favorite movies. <laughs> He'd be good at being an asshole and also funny at it. <laughs> right, exactly. 
Because he spends half the book just sort of cowering behind Phasma, and it's hilarious. As we all would. I mean, if I worked with Phasma, I would just be like, yeah, by all means. Listen, she's, like, ruthless all through it. Like, people keep dying, and she's just sort of like, leave them. <laughs> right? And it's it's great. That's how you gotta be in... That's got, how you gotta be in Star Wars, man. You gotta be a... You gotta be a bitch and a half and take take no shit. Make your own armor out of the worst ship ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ghost of Padme just hiding behind you going, you're funny little boy. How do you know so much? And brushing her hair and staring into the sky. Eating their fruit with a fork and knife like humans do. <laughs> hey, Batman eats burgers with a fork and knife, so he's an actual monster. Yeah, but of all the unnatural things that happen in the Star Wars prequels, Anakin picking up a fork and knife to eat a pear is the worst one. <laughs> hey, some fruit I'll eat with a fork and knife. Like, some... you fused it down with a pear and cut it up with a fork. No, because I don't particularly care for pears. It's weird. <laughs> no, it is. Like, I wouldn't eat an apple that way. No, it's because it's odd. It's unwholesome. And no. Quite- I mean, most things about Anakin are unwholesome, so. It's true. And I guess he was like a slave on a backwater planet, so maybe he didn't know. How yeah, to- I mean, somebody just gave him utensils. He's like, what are these? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, do these go in my ass? No. Not at- no, why would you assume that? <laughs> Anakin's just horrifying to everyone. Obi-Wan is just regretting every moment. No, I feel like at the beginning, Obi-Wan would have been so petty, he just wouldn't tell him how to do it. (laughs) No, because I don't, it would be, I wouldn't think it would be child Anakin that would be that way. I feel like it would be, like, older Anakin, who's, like, having, now that he's, like, dating the princess, or the queen, (laughs) now that he's dating the queen and senator, which it'll never work, um, I don't. (laughs) I genuinely think that he would be like trying to use these fancy things because I don't think Obi Wan would be worried about whether or not he's using utensils. And then they like have this weird the kind of guy that drinks on the job and hangs out in diners. Right. Like... So like I don't think he'd care. But then you take him and he's sitting in a fucking fancy dinner with the with the queen, Senator Queen, <laughs> and she's like, "We're gonna, you know, eat these fancy pears." He's like. What are these things? I stick them up my butt, and she's like, "Why would you go there? What was? Why would that be your first decision? Do you stick a lot of things in your butt?" <laughs> I'm reconsidering this relationship, and there we've single-handedly saved the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not anything worse than they've already done. <laughs> I mean, it might cost us Luke and Leia, but I feel like you know what? If it saves Padme from her fate of being with Anakin. I think we that's a win. It'll stop Obi-Wan from aging 40 years in 19. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he had to watch this dumbass kid run around the fucking that been easy. He picked up a lightsaber and pointed it at his face the first time. So. <laughs> I know. Oh, kid, did you not even learn how to masturbate? Did you do that with your dick, too? <laughs> Shit. Okay, so next one. Right, the next one is um, I want an, a, like, a series that is like a shot like The Office but it's based around the, the Thrawn book like the, <laughs> the one just called Thrawn because it's hilarious um, it's Thrawn by Timothy Zahn <laughs> Thrawn's origin story and like it's all told I mean it's not all told from the perspective of Eli but like Eli is like the character you're sort of following through most of it he's like this this guy that just wanted to be like in supplies and like thrawn decided to adopt him so now he's on all these stupid crazy adventures with thrawn it's really funny (laughs) (laughs) and i want the story i don't want thrawn i don't want thrawn to be like someone that talks to the camera i want it to be everybody else around who has to deal with all the He's like the Michael Scott who's unaware of what's going on and everyone else is what is happening here. (laughs) And, you know. I want Eli being frustrated and Tarkin just, like, just enjoying the chaos of it all. Yeah. He's he's the Jim who just stares at the camera and laughs. Exactly. Because that would be great. And it would be funny. 
Also, because, like, if you really watch The Office, Jim's a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, so that's perfect. Tarkin should be the Jim. Yeah, he definitely should. (laughs) Um, I also think that this could lead into further exploration of Office-style Oh, yeah, no. Based off of the original EU books. Yes, exactly. Just just the X-Wing books. Yeah. In one of our six recordings. Right. <laughs> like with Wedge Antilles and not Wedge Antilles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because that's great. Okay. Yeah, but I think more X, all of the like original EU books as like an office style. Yeah, no. Would be great. Because it would especially, be so funny. Like, yeah, and like one that we had, I had mentioned in the previous one or previous four, five or seven recordings or whatever it's been now is um, the like the like Timothy Zahn books or like the Kevin J. Anderson books of just like oh, yeah. the Jedi Academy and just like God you have to imagine that like every time Kip Duran talks everyone's just like God damn it like, he's like he's the fucking what's his name Dwight or yeah 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 he's the Dwight that just everyone is like I hate everything you bring to the table (laughs) you bring nothing to nothing to the table at all I mean I feel like they could they could keep cutting to like Talon Card doing like illegal shit like right yeah yeah (laughs) just like Mara Jade yeah (laughs) thinking about killing Luke in his sleep Yes, everybody's perfect. thought about it. Not even, I mean, specifically, yeah, it's her last command. But also, <laughs> who hasn't wanted to kill Luke in his sleep? Just if you've met him, just once. <laughs> you can be his friend and still think, you know, but I could just put him out of his misery. His life is a disaster. He's the dumbass, but he's a ray of sunshine, and I love. Him. No, I know, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> that, like, but there's there's got to be some times, especially in like the original trilogy and some of those early books where he's still kind of figuring things out. Where you're just like, oh, yeah. should we just should we just put him down as a favor? Well, not only that, but he's from like Space Nevada, so he's probably always cold too. Which, right. It's gotta get annoying. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those people that's always he, cold. Yeah, he's the guy that's always cold. Like, like I am saying this with so much love in my heart because we all know Luke is my favorite character. Oh, but yeah, also, no, I, I have mine to. Too. Yeah, I have to just wonder, though, sometimes if there hasn't been a moment where they're just like, it would be a mercy killing. <laughs> like, <laughs> because some of the choices he makes are just so dumb. But you know he's Anakin's son. <laughs> right. Like, at least he's not sticking stuff up his butt. So, <laughs> I mean, he might be when he's alone with Wedge Antilles. <laughs> and we don't know what happened at Tashi, Tashi Station because they cut that scene. Oh yeah, no, all the other there, <laughs> there is like not to get on another side tangent, but there's a book in the new EU that um from a certain point of view book that has yeah, the story where everything's that, real gay. Yeah, no, but there's a story with, from Biggs's perspective, and it's just like, uh, and it's so funny. Haven't we all written one? <laughs> he's just like really it's like you know it's just this entire story of him just admiring Luke and like being in love with Luke except that like you know because you've seen the movie really going through Luke's head is he's just doing dumb shit <laughs> true it's so, it's so fucking true he just wants to be loved. <laughs> god I, I desperately want office style sitcoms of EU books, especially yeah, since they're not technically canon anymore. Yeah, we could have so you could have so much fun with that. You I, really could. Like, even if I it was just Star like, Wars. Yeah, they need something fun like that because it would be great. There's no reason why you couldn't have that. <laughs> right, because the last two movies, I mean, The Force Awakens was decent but like they've just sucked all of the joy out of it for me because they keep killing everyone that I love <laughs> like, hey, I like Last Jedi but <laughs> I had mixed feelings on Last Jedi but that's you know 
I liked it though. That's I really like I really liked Solo too. Like it didn't have to be Han Solo, but it was still a fun movie. Yeah, I haven't seen Solo yet. I kept meaning to and then I never did. I figure I'll well, rent it. I mean, spoilers, when Darth Maul shows up, it was pretty great. <laughs> I mean, spoilers, whenever I see Donald Glover in a cape, I'm going to oh, enjoy he's, my whole life. He's so wonderful in that whole movie. He's just, like, the best thing. That's another thing that we could do in the in the Office-style e- EU book series, is just cutting to Lando, trying on different capes. No, but here's the thing. In Solo, not only does Lando have a cape closet, which is amazing. Oh, no, I've seen um, it. I've seen Donald Glover playing in it. Right, yeah. No, that was like an actual thing that happens yeah. in the movie. Fantastic. I thought it was just going to be on the set. But no, like at one point, Lando is sitting alone in the ship, like doing like a hollow recording of his life story. Same. You could make that a show. It would be amazing. Oh, my God. That's so fucking good. I just want more of that kind of content. I know. I mean, and now it's a canon fact that he was, like, raised by his mom, so, like, I really want to meet Lando's mom. I want her to be Roberta Rhodes. Oh, my God! I've, this is, like, the third time I've talked about Roberta Rhodes today, and I'm just so pleased. Bring her to the MCU. But, um, but like, no, I just want, like, Lando trying on capes, trying to figure out which one Mara Jade will like best. Oh, my God, it'd be hilarious. I, I would love it. And he's just oh. never gonna get it. He's never gonna be able to smash. I mean, I feel like now in the Star Wars movie, we have a scene of, like, Han showering with Chewie. They could totally do an Office-style show, and it wouldn't even be out of character. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, some of the books they've written, I mean, the who knows what's out of character anymore? The Crystal Star oh, is a God. piece of garbage. It's hot garbage. As long as, as long as, you know, Disney doesn't make clones the thing again. I think we'll be- yeah, that's the problem, is don't rely on clones. Move yeah, on no. from clones. You've got so many good potential villains in the, in the universe that have been ready-made and handed to you. Stop working with the clones. <laughs> Django Fett. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Third idea, if we can actually get through it, yeah, right? Is like a Dare New Fifty Two, yeah, um, like the New Fifty Two um, Red Hood and the Outlaws team, um, the Roy, Roy Starfire, Corey and Jason, yeah, right, um, because I love them and I think they were a great team, um, <laughs> so I want that, but like I want Leanne to still be alive. <laughs> Because don't, I don't we all. Her. Roy deserves to be happy for once. And because he that would be. That. Yes, he does. Because he's great. And he's like the only one that hasn't died yet. And I'm pretty sure they're going to kill him like I next know. month. I'm so. pretty sure he's going to die in Heroes in Crisis. He's the only one know. that knows what Sanctuary is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love Roy. He's like my favorite. Also, <laughs> because all of the preview images show, like, there's no other reason for Dick and Corey to be that close to each other if it wasn't no. over Roy. Like, him hugging her, and when they have ma- made it very clear that they are no longer a thing, are not interested in ever being a thing again, but are still friends, just not interested in, in smashing. Oh, yeah, no, and Jason doesn't have a team anymore. He's just going to be, it's like Red Hood the Outlaw or something yeah. stupid. Red, yeah, <laughs> Red, his dumb new costume, too, like shit God, I never know. get to make fun of the disco wing again i mean i love the disco wing I mean, yeah he do- jason i'm saying does not get to make fun of disco wing ever again uh, with that new costume he has i mean he he should wear one of roy's trucker hats out of like you know <laughs> morning <laughs> yes um, anyway um that era them but with Leanne, so that you can have a couple issues where, like, the babysitter doesn't show up or something, and so, like, they have to, like, take turns watching watching the kid while there's, like, monster battles, like, happening, like, outside the window. So it'd be, like, 
a few pages with Corey watching her and a few pages with Jason watching her and Roy and maybe Killer Croc because Killer Croc is Roy's sponsor. In- <laughs> I and it- didn't get that far in Outlaws, so I'm like kind of bummed that I didn't know that. <laughs> oh my so god! Pure. It would be so great. And him and Killer Croc are have this like really strange relationship. Like, they're... <laughs> I don't know why he's Roy's sponsor. It was just like they they were getting in a fight and Roy was essentially trying to get Killer Croc to kill him and instead he became a sponsor. <laughs> I love that. Then, it's the most pure thing. Oh my gosh. And then like, so when the team like broke up and when the team broke up, they broke up and it wasn't like a team breaking up. It was like they broke up as people and it was... Yeah, which I don't understand. Like, Like, did they fight, or just was it just like I gotta go because I love you too much? Was like a mess. I I can't even like remember the details of it specifically, but there was just like all this stuff happened, and with Jason and League of Assassins, and it was weird. It was really messy, and then they just sort of walked off in different directions in the jungle because. Starfire was getting her own book, I guess. And that lasted <laughs> real long. That was so bad, too. It really was. Um, because she went from being a competent character to not knowing what salt was. I don't, so. I don't understand the need to make Star- Starfire dumb. Like, I even, even in... That's why, like, in Outlaws, she was never dumb. No, she was dumb she's, in that, like, first issue, maybe. But she wasn't even dumb there. And then she was, like, a competent, like, leader because she is like queen of that planet right and like she was so cool in outlaws and like finally not had a story that was just about whatever relationship she was in and it's, it's really frustrating that people didn't give that book a chance because of that first issue well i gave it like three issues and i was just like i wasn't really there for the weird james tinian's run was really good and like like after, uh, God, I can't remember the first guy. Scott Lobdell. Yeah. Or Lobdell. Yeah. James Tanyan was so much better because, like, he cared about the characters and, like, it was really nice. Yeah. Like, them with Leanne would have been hilarious. I popped in on occasion. Yeah. No, I'm here for Leanne. I think Leanne needs to come back. I've, I don't know. I- they could have been a happy family. I know. It'd be like, you know, it's like three outlaws and a baby. <laughs> that would have been a great name for that arc. Right? <laughs> Just, and, you know, and like Jason would be fine with kids. Like he's put up with Damien and like he gets it, you know. Listen, Roy, Roy has like the Roy bots. He could have had like a nanny bot. It would have been hilarious. Yeah. And like. Corey'd be fine. She'd be like, whatever, tiny human. It's fine. <laughs> like, you have awkward Uncle Ali show up every once in a while. Yeah. And he's like, oh, whoa, I forget that you have a kid. Awkward Uncle Al- Ali is really hard to say. Awkward Uncle Ali. Yeah, it is it's hard like to a, say. It's like a tongue twister. It really yeah, is. Just him coming in and being like, I forgot you had kids. Just be like, <laughs> I have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Imagine, like, I have a brood. I just, I, I just, their relationship was so horrible in the new Fifty Two. It was somehow worse than it used to be. I mean, that's saying something. Well, that's because they tried to do that whole direction of like, here's Ollie, and he's a lot like the Arrow slash Smallville version of Ollie, yeah. where he's like well, young and cool, and it made it super weird because he like there were like two different versions of their origin story and like one he picked up Roy as a kid at like a science fair and just forced him into making like arrow it's even unclear as to whether Roy was ever speedy he seems to just be the guy that Ali sort of kidnapped into making tech for him and like there's all these panels of him just like getting there's all these panels of him just, like, getting Roy drunk at parties and stuff, and it's just, like, it's horrible. It's like, why? Yeah, and then you wonder why he's an addict. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awful. Woof. <laughs> R.I.P. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he has a beard again. <laughs> I mean, small victories. <laughs> what a mess. Well, so I 100% support a Red Hood run with Leanne. Yes, because it would be good. And they deserve to be happy. They do <laughs> deserve to be, be happy. There has to be some, like, happy in D.C. <laughs> I mean, we almost had happiness in Batman, and then we didn't. Did we, though? Did we? <laughs> we almost did. There was almost a moment. Just a brief glimmer. We all uh, knew it didn't work out, but we hope. And Lord knows it can't be D.C. unless everything's about Batman. <laughs> I mean, true. Listen, I love Tom King. I will love him forever, but I really just want him to write a Batman issue that won't make me cry on the bus. (laughs) Because people are starting to judge me. (laughs) Like, like it's one thing to just have a girl crying on the bus. It's another thing to have a girl crying on the bus holding an issue of Batman that she's actively reading. (laughs) I mean, you know, sometimes she's got to cry about Batman. It's 2018. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anything else you'd like to impart on me while we still have this recording? I don't know. I mean, the fact that we've sort of made it to an end is kind of amazing. I know. It's like, you know, now I have to just spend the rest of my life figuring out how to edit it all together. But, you know, I'm only... It's going to be like bits and pieces. It is. It's going to be a weird... I'm going to apologize immediately in my intro for how weird it might sound. (laughs) No, I'm actually just a really bad public speaker. (laughs) I I make it sound like we have to re-record a conversation seven times. But it's really just I keep hanging up because I'm screwed. You're you're gonna... It's going to sound like I'm one of those text-to-speech things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like no. you didn't actually talk to me you just made up me like as a that's friend so, no that's so creepy I hate those <laughs> I hate those specifically because of an episode of another of like of um, Sword and Scale which I don't listen to anymore but like there's this one episode where they're talking about this cult of people who were like sexually like sexualizing the devouring of children Oh my god! And they they had they like took their internet conversations like Skype and AIM conversations and like uh-huh. put those creepy talk to text voices behind it. Good and lord, that's it so made much. it so much worse. And I literally spent the entire like the only like that was my line, and I was like, I'm done here. But like that was literally I found my true crime line, and like that's- that was. I was literally sitting on the bus being like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't sound no, fun. And now anytime I hear one of those voices, I just immediately like throw up. I watched this uh, art channel on YouTube and it's like, I think it's called Chala, like C-H-A-L-L-A. And the guy is, um, is I think, and he sounds like a text-to-speech like bot to the point where he had to say that he's not. Oh no, that would be the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got distracted by there is a commercial for Goosebumps 2 and mm-hmm. there are gummy bears coming to life and trying to eat people and it's hilarious. That sounds great. That's like the ideal apocalypse. Right? <laughs> Alright, well is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, not particularly no no nothing i mean i'm I'm gonna be at baltimore comic-con at the end of the month all right that's good news so do you know details yet on that or just follow you on the socials hold on i do i'm at table 242 in the artist alley um not to be confused with the crime alley (laughs) yeah well it's weird because i've been at this table for like five years now, I somehow keep ending up at the same table. 
hey, you know, at least you've got a spot. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Right. Mark your territory. <laughs> it's like right up the aisle from pizza, so like perfect. <laughs> got let's hope they never move the pizza. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, it's, it's September 28th to the 30th. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, if you're in Baltimore, check this bitch out. <laughs> and um, I'm glad we got to an end. Yes. We successfully have completed this podcast after two days and Eight. 700 tries. Actually, I think we're on like nine now. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's at least nine or ten at this point. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> You know, it's just been the end of, it's just the, you know, I don't know what the fuck Anchor's on or if it's just the boring ghost who's mad that we've called him boring. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But who knows? But I appreciate your, you what? I like the boring ghost. I do too. Like, I have nothing wrong with you being a boring ghost because clearly you're not fucking up my life any. Other than just kind of being annoying and turning off my recording. (laughs) Which, you know. At least we've been entertained by it. We're both being pretty yeah, chill about it. It's been pretty fun. I haven't done it. It's not like I have anything going on on right. random Thursday nights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's this or we would have just been doing the same bullshitting on the internet till one of us fell asleep. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I will talk to you later and thank you for your patience and your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's all for No Budget Dreams. Thank you again to Abby Schaefer for coming on board and doing 10 recordings with me. Uh, That was insane, Uh, but I appreciate it. And thank you, I'm sure, to the listeners. This was as difficult to listen to as it was to record. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me that you stuck with it if you made it through the whole episode. Uh, If you are in the Baltimore area and want to check out Baltimore Comic-Con, check out Abby's work. You'll never regret stopping by her table and at least taking a look at what she has. I have given her plenty of my money because I am just always in awe of her work. You can also find her on social media to see her work. If you can't get out to Baltimore, it is Shop5 on Tumblr, uh, Etsy, and Instagram, and Twitter. She's pretty easy to find. And... Uh, please support her because I adore her. You can also see her work in the Ladies' Night Anthology Volume 5, Sisters Doing It For Themselves, which I will post a link both to her social media as well as her, uh, as well as where you can buy Ladies' Night. I always want to support them. They are great people and they're personal friends of mine. Um, That being said, Last thing I'll do one more time, I do have social media. Please reach out to me. I love to talk to people. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of the pod. Uh, And as I'm learning and growing and doing this on my own, it's just a passion project, but it would be great to hear from people who are listening. So please feel free to email me at nobudgetdreamspod at gmail.com. Send me a tweet. Tweet at me. You can at me at nobudgetdreams. And then follow us on Instagram at nobudgetdreamspod. Uh, where I post my silly graphics for every episode. And that is all for us today. I'm Kelsey Nicole. This has been No Budget Dreams, and thanks for coming on this journey with me.